The Frederick Playlist Podcast is brought to you in part by Mystery Ton Studios. Looking for a place to record your music? Welcome to Mystery Ton Studios. They are a full-service recording, mixing, and mastering studio located 15 minutes outside of Frederick, Maryland. Owner-engineer Kenny Eaton has years of experience working with musicians around the world and a passion for one thing, helping artists realize their vision. Go to mysterytonstudios.com to learn more and schedule a free tour today. That's M-Y-S-T-E-R-Y-T-O-N studios.com. Your music matters. Okay, hello everybody. Welcome into this. This is a very special episode. You're a you're a podcast star at this point, having been on another local podcast recently. Is that correct? That is correct. And uh, I'm here with Ben. Ben Hardaliza. Is that correct? Hardaliza. Hardaliza. But that was close. You were close. That That's was, probably the that closest. Close as anybody's come on the first try. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Guitar player for Crooked Hills, also an as yet unnamed country western band. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe in the works. <laughs> Um, so I wanted to bring you on for a lot of reasons before we get into, um, some of the big stuff. I kind of wanted to ask you a couple questions about how you came to music in the first place. I mean, I, I've only gotten to know you maybe over the last few months. I'm not originally from here, so I don't know if, have you been in any other bands outside of Crooked Hills before this? Yeah, I was in an indie rock band, um, a long time ago, like early twenties, um, kind of like sunny day real estate ish oh, sounding cool. stuff. That's cool. What was that name? What was in? It's called After the Sun Crashes. Um, who was in that? Um, a bunch of friends from um, the Frederick area that kind of got together. That who are you know everyone likes something interesting and different. So. Are you originally <clears throat> from Frederick? I'm originally from Silver Spring, um, ah. and then my parents moved out to like the Boomsboro, Keatesville area Ooh. when I was 11. So huge change from city life <laughs> to driving your tractor to school day <laughs> did you go to hagerstown no i went to i went to boonsboro graduated from oh, boonsboro okay. and then went to shepherd university shepherd i love shepherdstown yeah shepherdstown's mm. a great beautiful place what did you study in college graphic design and you are an artist we uh, should say I, this I, I pretend to do that too i saw something this morning about uh you maybe doing some prints of this one thing you have right now yep there's a uh comic book show a brainstorm going on the same weekend as the event that we're doing uh so may 5th well, that's not good is yeah well no i mean <laughs> it's just you know people will come in and out for that too it's, it's a first saturday so yeah people will be all over the place looking at stuff mm. plus who hangs out at a comic book store all day <laughs> some people some it's people true. <laughs> it's true it's true they do uh <clears throat> so you're you're gonna be selling prints yeah well hopefully um you know trying to get some feedback as to see what people if people are interested in them but i can print them as needed too so that's kind of cool i love your art man i want to buy buy something at yeah. some point uh, something in your house which i've seen <laughs> one of the big the one big pieces the big hang, yeah. yeah speaking of that how's the how's the how's the house going uh, house is okay. Um, unfortunately, you know, the owner is going to be putting it on the market pretty soon, which is kind of hard for the band because, I mean, that's what we practice out of. And mm. I live with the drummer and the singer. So, you know, there's just like, are we going to get kicked out soon? Are we going to like, what's the deal? Where are we going to move to? What's the situation? So it's just a little stressful. How did Crooked Hills come together? <clears throat> Crooked Hills came together. Let's see. We, um... Andy and another friend of mine, you know, decided we want to get together and start writing something kind of heavy that was mm -hmm. kind of fun to play. That was just like totally different than what we've been doing. Because <clears throat> Andy and my other friend, Will, were in 
Cobra Clutch, and they were doing like the hardcore thing. <clears throat> and actually, I filled in in Cobra Clutch a couple times too. And as fun as it is to play, you know, we kind of wanted to write, you know, something different. So we got together and we started like busting out some songs. And then we found um, a couple of friends to fill in bass here and there. And then we actually played a show with Brett and Marcus when they were in a band called Timberwolves. And Timberwolves, so we played a show together at, you know, what's now Blue Side. It was called Dilly Gads at the time. Dilly, <coughs> so this was before even the Sixth Street, or what am I, the Raw Bar, what am I thinking? Yeah, the Raw Bar, Blue Side. Blue Side, yeah. But what was it called before Blue Side? It was called the Ben Street Raw Bar. Ben Street, that's yeah, what I was yeah. Okay, yeah. <coughs> Go on. So, yeah, well, it was Ben Street Raw Bar. Then it was Dilly Gads for like oh six months or something oh, like that. So I missed that. <laughs> okay. Yeah, and we played like a, a benefit show for, you know, um, like the sheltered animals or something. So mm-hmm. we were we were doing um, the night with Timberwolves, and they were like, "Wow, we love you guys. This sounds awesome." And then they actually split up, so we kind of absorbed Marcus <laughs> first to play drums. Um, cause our drummer moved to Texas mm. and then we were like, Hey, you know what? Let's, let's free me up on, on vocals. So somebody else can kind of be all over the place and do their thing. Um, and I can focus more on guitar. Mm-hmm. So we asked Brett and he's been one hell of a front man ever since. Has he always been a front man? Has <coughs> he been in other bands? He was, when he was in Timberwolves, he was the singer, but he was also play bass. Okay. So he didn't, he <coughs> always had something in his hand. Yeah. He was never able to kind of go wild in the way I that I think he, he still does. went pretty wild okay. <laughs> when he played bass, from what I remember. But, yeah, he was tethered to a cable, too. So, Which makes, you know, hard because Brett likes to be all over the place, which, yeah. is, which is amazing. You guys, I'm sure you get a lot of compliments <clears throat> about that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we get a lot of interesting <laughs> feedback. It's like, oh, yeah, go see uh, Crooked Hills. Brett will roll around on the floor or climb poles or, you know, do whatever. I, I'm still convinced that the reason we haven't been back at Cafe Nola, <clears throat> my band, was because the last time we were there was with you guys, and that was such a wreckage of a show. <laughs> <laughs> really? Yeah. Well, no, I mean, Brett climbed the pole, mm-hmm. and then he also climbed up one of the tables, I think, where there was art, and it kind of got a little sketchy for about 10 seconds, <laughs> and you were wondering whether or not it was going to turn out okay. Right, yeah. Um, apparently, <laughs> this last time we played, we just played a couple weeks ago, too, with Time Columns. Yeah. And uh, <clears throat> I don't watch Brit anymore when, <laughs> when we play, because I'm You're too much. Yeah, too much going on, but... Someone said that he had the microphone stand almost all the way up to the ceiling while standing on a table, <laughs> and he almost like hit the fan with his head. And he did hit the fan with his head, apparently, when he was on a table. And then there was a couple times where it looked like, I don't know if he jumped off the table or if he fell off the table, but I was like, oh, man, is he, like, okay? <laughs> I'm like, I guess I'll just keep playing. I don't. He'll tell me if he's, if he's there. <laughs> he's a good dude, though. I he like is, he's not he, – not, I, I go back and forth wondering if he ever is – is happy to talk to me or if I'm just making him uh, more and more unhappy with his life that I'm in his orbit. No, I think, you know, a lot of people get that kind of uh, impression from Brett, but I think what I've discovered is he's like, he's like a battery. He's just like, (laughs) keep it conserving all his energy for when he's ready to like, let it go. Mm -hmm. So, you know, he's just conserving everything. I love him. I love him to death, and I love talking wrestling with him. Yes, he, his love. passions, wrestling, yeah. hockey, you know, definitely yeah. sports. He's got to be pretty 
anxious about the caps and pens. <laughs> yeah, we're uh, we usually have practice on Thursday nights, but tonight we're not doing it because the caps are playing. So we're gonna move it to tomorrow. Big game, big game. So uh, you came to me with an idea. I don't want to bury the lead here, although I do want to talk about your new record eventually. Okay. Um, you came to me with an idea a handful of months ago, and. I, w- I just sort of want you to explain the idea and what you initially came. Sure. <clears throat> so, you know, we got the uh, the news a couple months back that our good friend Casey, um, his wife had passed away from the flu. And, you know, my, my Guido's family is so tight. That, mm-hmm. You know, I feel like half the customers practically work there. You know, everyone looks out for each other. We kind of self-police. There's never any, like, issues there. And everyone is super loving and super, you know, all about trying to be there for each other. Mm-hmm. And I used to work with Casey back in the day. But when we got that news, it just kind of like floored everybody. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you don't know, <laughs> you know, life throws these things at you. And the only thing I could think of is I, I don't even know what Casey would be going through right now. Mm-hmm. I don't know how I would handle this situation if I was in his shoes. I don't know what I can do, but I, I know that me being the person that I am, I just I want to do something. I want to give back to him, and I don't want to do it small. I don't want to do it. I don't want to do her like Colleen's like um, you know a disservice by putting on this thing. I want it to be important. I want it to be grand. I want it to be glorious. I want people to to share in each other again. Um, you know, to be there to support each other, and I'm trying to kind of get that awaken i guess in, in everybody so <clears throat> so your idea was to put together a concert right um and we had we talked about it, we met a few times and talked about it and the thought was we wanted to go to the biggest place right that, that we could find and it essentially boiled down to the eagles club right um, and you and I went, uh, do you want to describe our first time at the Eagles? <laughs> sure, <laughs> sure. I mean, we walk around to the, uh, you know, met you at the side door, which is already, you know, kind of interesting because <laughs> who uses the side door, but I guess, um, <laughs> so we go around to the side door and there's, you know, next in this giant gravel parking lot, which is actually kind of cool because there's not a lot of places to park downtown. Yeah. But, um, yeah, you go in there and it was literally like taking a step back in time, you mm-hmm. know, I don't think anything's been updated in there in, in years, but that didn't seem to matter because the the feel and the people were all very inviting. I feel yeah. like people instantly said, oh, hi, you know, yeah. this is who I am. Like, how, you know, how are you? Like, how did mm-hmm. you, how do you like find us and how blah, 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 blah. And then, you know, so we, you know, the guy who was trying to help us out too, bought us a couple beers and yeah. sat down and talked to us and was really pushing for us to uh, to make this a reality. Yeah, they they've been so nice and so inviting, and they also offered to really kind of help us out with a lot of the fees that uh, you have to pay in order to to rent the Eagles. Um, not that it's free, but we should at least say that they you know they've been very very kind. And then we we got to the point where you know we wanted to put a lineup together and how this all came um, <clears throat> to fruition. When we were first talking, did you have anybody in mind who you definitely wanted to play outside of your band? Yeah. Um, I mean, you know, being in this, in, the, in Frederick for like a long time, um, there are certain bands that I I respect and that I just, 
uh, they blow me away, you know. And people probably would li- listen to my band and they go, "There's no way he listens to that kind of music." Mm-hmm. But I mean, I listen to everything, and I love to see like Frederick bands doing their thing. Um, you know, I get to see, and everybody gets to see this on, you know, the Frederick One take. But mm-hmm. you know, I've seen Cheshi kind of start when she was just doing her like solo thing, mm-hmm. and she would just be there with a guitar, and now having a full band and seeing that energy really like kind of come to life. Yeah. Is like I think that she's really doing something amazing, mm-hmm. and uh, I love seeing what she's doing. I listen to her stuff. Definitely. You know, um, I've seen Ricole and Demood. You know, I went to one of their practices one time, and I think those those musicians are all super talented. I saw Ricole actually play with Cheshi one time. He jumped up on stage and really started singing. And I was like, "Wow, that that was a cool mix up." You know, huh. like you know, seeing things like kind of come together that way. Huh. We played with you guys, yeah. Double Motorcycle. <laughs> That's true. And uh, the energy there is awesome. You know, you and Joe are, are good guys. Definitely would love to play more shows mm-hmm. with you. And actually, maybe if we can do our mini tour, we yeah. can't fit everything in a Prius like you guys <laughs> do. But, you know. <laughs> we should. We're trying to talk mm-hmm. Andy into buying a, a van so he can, you know, the dad van situation. That's cool. That's <laughs> a good idea. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm also excited about, you know, you, you also have, uh, Cosmic Halitosis and Middle Kid represented and they were really big in the house show scene when that was still going on and thriving in Frederick. Right. We're kind of looking for new places now. Right. It's very true. Um, and I actually, I saw them play too and we played with Cosmic Halitosis. Um, I'm pretty sure we played with them at the Frederick thing too at Guido's. And That's right. Yeah. Yeah. And those yeah. guys have been really cool too. Um, yeah. I'm excited for the Dirty Middle. Adrian's always a lot of fun. Uh, she actually came up and sang Pyramid cool. uh, last time we played, so that was that was cool. Um, like you said, Ricole, you never know what he has in store. Mm-hmm. I, I never know. You, I mean, Brett's got a lot of real estate to play with mm-hmm. in that room, so <laughs> I'm interested to see what he <laughs> does. Yeah, okay, we played a show where somebody handed him a, a wireless mic a couple weeks ago, two weeks ago. And he was like, "Oh my god, I don't, I don't know what to do with this." <laughs> like he literally was all over the room. Mm-hmm. Um, I think he had fun. I was like, "Hey, if you want me to, I can like you know tape a cord to it." That <laughs> 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 helps you, man. We're also we should say too. Uh, we we're gonna have the School of Rock out. Yeah, which uh, the, those those bands are always so much fun to see, and they bring it, man. Yeah, they they bring it. Yeah, <laughs> watching younger younger people play. I'm so jealous because I got I, I got started late in the game. I didn't really start playing guitar until I was 17. Mm. Um, but watching watching these kids already start chasing that stuff is amazing to me. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, oh my god, these kids are going to be so much better than me. They probably already <laughs> are. They know what they're doing. Like I don't know what I'm doing. They get a head start, man. That that's the <clears> thing that because it's not only that they form a band and they they become good players and they write actual original songs, but they also have. Scott over at the Rock School has a lot of connections. Like he can get them showcases, he can get them on record labels, he can like so they get a if you wanna if you're fifteen, fourteen, sixteen years old and you wanna be in a band, that's a real good place to start. It is a good place to start. Um, you know, I, I kinda steer people in that direction too. And they're starting to put on shows over that's there right. too, right? Yeah. 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 So so yeah, I mean, this is. Have you talked to Casey about this? I'm assuming you have. I talked to Casey about it. Um, once we kind of like got the venue sorted mm-hmm. out, and so I talked to him about the situation, and he was blown away. <laughs> he was like, "I, you know, I don't know, I don't know how to say thank you for you know trying to trying to put this together and doing this." He he actually was like, 
is there anything I can do? I was like, Casey, it's not, <laughs> you're not supposed to do anything for this. This is, you know, this is for you, man. This is, this is the only way I know how to give back. Mm-hmm. Do, so, you, do you, do we need volunteers? Should we put out a call right now? Do we know that? We could definitely use volunteers. Okay. I know we're going to need, um, for sure, clean up in the evening, which yeah. I don't think is going to be bad, especially if everyone cleans up as they're, yeah. As they're there and, you know, is respecting the space and respecting each other like we should be doing. But, you know, it happens that people leave things lying around or things need a little bit clean up. But, yes, absolutely. If you want to come down and volunteer and help out for the day, you know, it's a long day. So I know I have my brother and my cousin that I've forced to work the door. (laughs) For for 10 hours. For 10 hours. So, I mean, they'll probably tag team in it and get each other food or whatever. (laughs) Um. But everyone's volunteering their time and service. You know, I had a couple other people reach out. Um, Missy, the owner of Guido's, she asked if she could, what she could do. So she's going to come down and help out too, and another That's friend. Cool. So uh, mostly it's been, you know, a couple friends here and there, and, and some of my family. But you know, if you're willing to put in some time, you know, even the other band members, if you're just there for the day, please, you know, please, like, you know, help out for a little bit. Yeah, yeah, and we we should definitely say this, and maybe we should have said this sooner. Um, nobody's making anything. Right. All of the money, uh, is going to go to Casey. Um, the money it's well, after paying what we have to pay right. for the Eagles and, and that stuff, it's all going to go to Casey. So we're really hoping to help lift him up here. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and hopefully, I mean, how's he doing? I mean, he, uh, seems to be doing okay. You know, taking it one day at a time, like, like expected. I'm sure he has his rough days too. Um, you know, I know I saw that he just, you know, went to Iceland not too long ago. Oh. And he and Colleen had that trip planned out together oh, and he man. decided to still go by himself. And, and you know, the photos that he was posting were amazing. It looks like a totally different planet. And I'm sure he, you know, still got to enjoy it and himself and probably, you know, explore some other things. But um, you know, his family, you know, the the people in Frederick is Frederick family has been there for him and always will be and you know, all he has to do is reach out and anybody to be there for him at any moment. So that's always good, too. Is he going to be there Saturday? He says he's going to come there for part of the time. I don't know if he's mm-hmm. going to be there most of the time um, <laughs> because, you know, we did book it on a very busy bar day. And I don't know yeah. if he's going to have to, like, be at Guido's or not. But um, he said he's going to come down. Okay. Um, I don't know if he'd want to be there all day either, really. Well, it's going to be a long day. Right. It's going to be a long day. Um, hopefully he comes. I mean, I, I'm trying to think of a... It, it's in, it starts at noon. It starts at a, noon. Yeah. yeah. And and we're going to go until 10. We have to... It needs to be kind of early, um, or at least around 10 for the right. Eagles. But it's like, you know, I guess he would be working at night, right? Yeah. And, um, You know, it being a Saturday and also... Cinco de Mayo. Yeah. They might. I think Guido's usually opens at three, but maybe they'll open earlier if it's like mm-hmm. a busy day. <clears throat> so I don't know what the what the situation will be like. But um, and it's a first Saturday. Yeah, it's a first Saturday. <laughs> and it's the weather I already looked is supposed to be gorgeous. Mm. It's supposed to be as of now, no rain and like 70 degrees in the 70s. So it's mm. going to be an amazing day. Hopefully. People are out and about. Hopefully they hear some music and get drawn in. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, it's just, it's one of those things that I hope, I hope uh, the, the whole scene and the town really can come together to kind of help lift, lift him up. And we wanted to get it as soon as we could. 
which is why it's Cinco de Mayo. Right. We, we didn't really want to stretch it into June or anything right. like that. So hopefully it works out um, and hopefully thousands of people come. <laughs> that would <then>. be great. <laughs> you know, trying to trying to get it out there to people is, is become the challenging thing too, for sure. Yeah. You know, you, you create events and you have Facebook and it's even though Facebook is, is kind of helpful, it's also still kind of limiting. And so, you, you yeah. know, you got to do the old school legwork of going around and telling people about it and hanging posters. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I've been trying to work on that this past week. <clears throat> so, you know, our our bass player is an amazing graphic designer. He put the poster together. So mm-hmm. been going around hanging that stuff. I have to ask this because I think this warrants being asked. Would there or could there be a Frederick Friends Fest 2? I would say, yeah. I mean, based on, let's see, like, seeing how this goes. Yeah. I would, I mean, I think that there should be more things like this, more all-ages shows, more things. And to do this annually in, in memory of Colleen and to, you know, we could give it to Casey and Casey could literally put the money to whatever charity that he That's wants. That's what I was going to say, yeah. Or, you know, one of Colleen's favorite charities or, mm. or whatever it is. But to keep the ball rolling and to... Remember, you know, that to be there for each mm-hmm. other. That's, I mean, that's the big, big thing that people miss these days, too. Yeah, that, that we, we're going to need good vibes. Right. Hopefully everybody kind of shows up supporting each other. And, and it's uh, hopefully it's one of those things, too, where all the bands kind of want to stick around to see each other. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I, pl- I literally plan on being there all day. Yeah. Um, you know, we the music starts at 12. So the doors are going to open around, you know, like around 11. Yeah. And I'm going to be there probably at 10. So I'll probably be there from 10 to 10, 10, 10 or longer. Midnight, yeah. Probably. Yeah. I yeah. mean, when that, d- and I'll be there right beside you <laughs> when that day is done, man, we got to go hit the margaritas. Definitely going to need, need one for sure. <laughs> Cause there's no way I can like start. I can't even have one in the middle of the day or I'll just be like done. No. Tired. <laughs> yeah. I'll be ready for a nap. Well, you guys are playing late too. You, I think you're the second <laughs> to last band. Yeah. So, so we'll be playing at eight o'clock, which is good too, because you know, a lot of people, <laughs> a lot of our fans, <laughs> they're always like, Oh, you guys are playing at 11. Oh, that's too late for us. Yeah. <laughs> so this is a chance for all the people that have a hard time coming to see us because we play so late and everybody is used to their, you know, getting to bed by, mm-hmm. you know, 11 o'clock, 12 o'clock. Um, you know, or you can bring your kids. I know it's a family day. Yeah. It really is. You can get in, like you've said, all ages, which is not something that's particularly common here in Frederick. <laughs> a lot of shows start late. A lot of them are bar shows, ten to two, nine to one, or twenty-one and over. This is not the case. So right. any anybody who wants to come can come and should come. Right. I think at least stop through it. Like it's gonna. It's it's a marathon of a day, so you can you can take two hours, stop in, see a band or two, maybe grab a drink, and go on the rest of your day. And also know that you're helping support somebody who needs it. Right. So right. So. Um. And like to go go back to what you were talking about before, as far as how I got into music, it was seeing somebody play live. Yeah. You know, yeah. I was a kid and I saw somebody pick up a guitar, and watch them play. Mm-hmm. And it, for me, it was. Probably the moment I locked eyes on them, watching them play, and doing what they were doing, the energy that was coming out of them, I was like, "Oh my God, I don't. Wh- why have I been missing this my whole life? I need to. Yeah, I need to do this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely, <laughs> definitely. Um, so a uh, perfect segue, I guess, would be the fact that you guys have a new album. We do. 
and I'm assuming you'll be playing some of that. Oh yeah, we'll probably be playing all of it. Be playing all of it <laughs> yeah. at uh, May fifth at the Eagles. Um, talk a little bit about it. Where did you go to record it? How long is this your first album? Yeah, it's our first album, and actually, it's like the first time I've started. I've started recording with uh, the other bands that I've had in the past, like the the different variations, and this is the first complete recording we've ever like we've ever done. Hmm. Because every time we start recording with other bands, it always like I feel like the stress levels go up, and mm. bands start to get like, oh, I think uh, I think I don't want to be in the band anymore. <laughs> <laughs> because I mean, recording recording can be real stressful. Mm-hmm. You know, it's it, you're you're kind of on the spot. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. everyone can see what you're doing, or yeah. you know, and so it, it can get you know a little bit tough. But everyone in this band pulled through like champions. I mean. Well, you have a bunch of really good players, too. <clears throat> right, band, and that's the other so. thing, too, I think, is just everybody felt pretty confident in, in what they're able to do. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, the guy we recorded with, Anoop Sastry. Oh, Anoop. He, I didn't know you went to Anoop. Yeah. Oh, Anoop's great, right? He is. Yeah. He's the man. He's literally the man. Most humble, like, chill dude you'd ever hang out with. You never even know he played drums because, you know, he's all he usually does is, like, well, he lifts and he plays drums, then he posts things about his animals, which is... I love that guy. He is like, <laughs> like his lifestyle is like the lifestyle I think people dream of. It's just like he loves music, so he does music. You know, yeah. he loves his animals. He's got animals. He loves to like exercise and 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 go to the gym, so he goes to the gym. Yeah. <clears throat> so super cool to hang out with. Wonderful dude. Um, you know, but he made it. You made made you feel so comfortable. Mm-hmm. So it was like, <laughs> and it was funny too. You know, we started playing a song and. We you know recorded the scratch tracks and uh, we were like okay one two three and we start we start going at it and he's like um I think you guys are playing that wrong <laughs> because like we totally we play on a different beat like most of the time and he's just like oh I understand so he was real good at like um you know figuring us out because mm-hmm. we're we're not what he normally deals with too he deals with like super technical musicians most of the time. Mm-hmm. You know, and we're a little bit more straightforward rock, but mm-hmm. I mean, he dug it. Like he was like, Ben, I think you wrote like my favorite riff of like 2017. And I was like, yes, if I like, if I like, you know, get a noob's approval on the favorite riff of 2017, I must've done something right. You know, I was like, so I get that trophy hopefully one day. <laughs> it's in the mail. It's yeah. in the mail. How, how long has it been out now? The record? Um, you know, we did a soft release. Um, it came out on Easter. April Fool's Day. Okay, April 1st. So, yeah. and then we, you know, really announced it to everybody when we played um, with Time Columns on April 13th, Friday the 13th, yeah. mm-hmm. which was a, a great show. Too. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it's been out. It's like on every digital platform. We do have CDs, so if you come out. And How many did you press? We only pressed 100. Yeah, that's the way we, to go. We don't know, you know. People don't buy CDs anymore, and a lot of cars don't have CD players anymore. I know. And computers don't have disk drives anymore. So, yeah. you know, it, but, you know, that's a – we talked about maybe even doing a record one day because I feel like more people have record players now than they do have CD players. Everything old is new again, man. So, you know – Maybe a cassette tape. Too. Right. Yeah. So, you know, based on, you know, how people are responding to things and if mm-hmm. they, you know, really want that, then, yeah, we'll look into that because – who doesn't like to have something in your hand that mm-hmm. you get to like substantial and not just like floating around in the digital world? Have you sold a little bit of them so far? Yeah. The I mean, we've ones? only had a couple, like I said, a couple shows since then. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, some of the shows that we play, the one, you know, Nola always brings a pretty good crowd. 
but you're yeah. also getting all that traffic because that's you know in the area where people are like hey something to do you yeah know, let's go yeah. which is kind of cool for us because then there's people that would be there that wouldn't normally come to a show and then we have our regulars for sure too mm-hmm. but then we the next night we played a show up in west virginia in the middle of nowhere in this weird like rec center and literally the only people we played for were the other bands but there's something to be said about that too because then if you gain the respect of those bands you know those guys Definitely. are also musicians yeah and those guys were really good yeah we're like cool and you know if they buy a cd we're like all right that's awesome yeah yeah that's always a good feeling definitely yeah. definitely so do you have any other shows coming up outside of uh may 5th yeah we do um so we have june 8th um coming up and that's going to be at nola again and then we have another one in July, which is going to be at Sky Stage, which is going to be like another festival that's kind of cool. Are you what, what festival? Oh. Is that the Vibrance? Are yes. you doing that? Okay, yeah. so we're 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 doing. You guys that are on too. that too. We're on that too. All right. And are we, are we doing the Guido's thing? The third. June? Yeah. Um, I don't think we're able oh, to do the third. You just publicly turned my band down uh that's fine gotta be honest that's okay (laughs) it's a sunday it's gonna be a weird one right it's gonna be a weird show i know that guido sometimes has sunday shows but i don't know played sunday shows before i think it's usually because bands that are coming through yeah and i mean guido's is open to a lot of stuff we Mm -hmm. we played a sunday show there and it was a lot of fun yeah guido's is always fun you know it's true um do you have a favorite song on the new album Ooh, i have a couple favorite songs on the on the new album um it's interesting too because you know we only started calling them by their titles probably once we released the album (laughs) we always just had them by their their names that they were like the numbers that they were written yeah yeah (laughs) number one number two yeah yeah. so the very first song that andy and i put together is um deeper south uh-huh. And that's always been song one. Okay. And we actually got really sick of playing it for like the <laughs> longest time. Um, we're like, oh god, this is like you know, let's let's take this out of the lineup. But, you know, we were <laughs> debated even recording it or not. We're like, should we even record this? And um, so it was cool because when we when we recorded it with a noob, he brought it right back to life. Cool. He just put the paddles on and then like all of us are like, Whoa, this sounds, this sounds great. Yeah. And actually, you know, the feedback that we get is that one of like that song and psychic exhaustion, um, are probably like, you know, some, some of the favorites. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I sing on a couple of songs too. Um, I sing on last call, like Brett and I sing together. And that's a, that's a fun song. It gets a little long. Mm-hmm. Um, but we, I mean, I like that song and, you know, would be great to start singing on more stuff too, which mm-hmm. is cool. But, um, yeah, I mean, I think Deeper South and Psychic Exhaustion, they have really good riffs. <laughs> well, you're <laughs> a riff heavy band. They're catchy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You guys, I mean, you, I watch your one take more than I watch a lot of the others. And I, I can't get that riff out of my head some days I wake up and it's, uh, I don't, it's it's weird because it's it's melodic, but it's also very 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 in your face. Yeah. So I love that that sort of dichotomy, and I'm sure, like you you guys, you don't describe yourselves as a hardcore band or a heavy metal band. Nope. What do you, it, it's it's you have like a, 
what, what do you describe it as? It's like West Virginia something. I, I can't remember <laughs> what you... I call it. I like to call it Dirty Hill music. Dirty Hill. That's right. <laughs> Dirty Hill. That's right. Dirty Hill music. And that's probably the most apt uh, description. Yeah. Um, however, briefly, before we, we wrap it up and we hear a song, so you're going to have to tell me which one you want out of those two that you just said. But okay. um, I want to get your take however briefly on sort of the music scene here in frederick sure. and how you think it's going um if it's uh you know thriving if it needs some work what can get better um where is it in comparison to say the last five years Ooh, last five years i feel like <clears throat> it's i don't think it's really shifted too much more um in the last five years i think it's i think it's actually kind of the same i think the same struggles are, are the same things that we're going through five years ago mm-hmm. which is looking for places to play are getting there, stuff out there are and there, that's and that's why these house shows started popping yeah, up you yeah, know it's because true. and people go to those you mm-hmm. know and you think to yourself if people are going to a house show on a thursday night um and they're like filling this place up mm-hmm. there's businesses downtown that could be making money but i know they could be turning their nose at at you know the dip like the bands that are playing or the type of music that's being written yeah i mean i like i said before you know i'm open to so many different kinds of music and i love like if i'm sitting at a bar and i don't know who the band is and if i do like the complete turnaround mm-hmm. i'm like dang you know that was amazing like mm-hmm. I, I remember playing I saw like a heavy band play at Nola on a Thursday night mm-hmm. or a Sunday night. I can't remember what, when it was, but it was like an off night and I literally was floored and have been following those guys ever since. And mm-hmm. I think they're like amazing and they're releasing an album soon too. And I can't wait. It's like, Who is it, it? Uh, this band called Cavern. Oh yeah. Okay. Um, but like the way they write the energy, mm-hmm. you know, I, I love watching the drummer drum and the, and the guitar players. Like he writes riffs that I, don't know how to write <laughs> so i'm just like wow that, you know that's awesome cool cool yeah i mean that that's the house the house thing like we played the squat a bunch on like wednesdays and sometimes they'd they'd really pack it in yeah i mean they, they, <clears throat> those were a lot of fun this could it could really be something uh, sort of an essential crucial part of the frederick music scene and hopefully somebody steps up soon either downtown with a business or more other people who can do this in their houses. You right. Know? And Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, I, it, it's one of those things. Now, when you say that it hasn't changed much in the last five years, do you think that there are more bands, less bands than there have been um, more bands you like, less bands you like that kind of thing? Um, I guess, I don't know. I feel like there's always a lot of bands in Frederick. A lot of good bands. A lot of good bands, but yeah. it's also, I mean, sometimes you see those bands kind of morph into one another because that's true. A lot of the musicians are friends with each other mm-hmm. and have gone to each other's shows, and they go, "Hey, you and I, we should we should start yeah. this other thing." Yeah. So, you know, it's it's kind of cool like that too. But um, I, I don't know if there's really more or less um, as far as bands that I like. Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of bands that I wouldn't expect to like go catch and then i'm just like wow that you know that was amazing even mm-hmm. if you like slip out to an open mic night and you see somebody yeah. play and you're like wow oh, i didn't know that guy was saying like that is it all venue related you think the the biggest step that the town could take is having a, a seven day a week venue yeah i mean you know there there have been several people that have always wanted to do something like that mm-hmm. um you know and there's only a couple spaces that really do that mm-hmm. um but 
I mean, we're not that far from D.C. and Baltimore. Touring bands come through here, like, you know, they're, a lot of them get locked into Cafe 611. That's true. Um, there's a lot of, like, heavier bands that usually mm-hmm. come through and get stuck there. And, you know, don't get me wrong, you know, I definitely like heavy music too, but, you know, it gets, I can only go to so many heavy shows, I feel like, yeah. a month. I feel like, you know, like, the diversity there would be would be better. Um, you know, also, just, like, if, if Frederick approached the, the you know, the musicians, there's so many other cities out there that put on like you know they do the art river walk thing and they do this other stuff and Mm -hmm. and they're like you know it's like hey once a month the band shell we're gonna get several like several bands together and showcase this stuff because i mean i would love to play the band shell (laughs) yeah and i don't i mean i know i'm not getting paid if i play the band shell but i'm playing the band shell yeah something that i walk by every day yeah yeah that the what's tough about that is the money right because because it all costs money to put on right Nobody wants to do it for free. And even if, I mean, the bands will play for free, but then if somebody, if you want to have somebody run sound, they're usually always going to want something. And also I know somebody who's trying to put something in the band shell now and, you know, he had to buy uh, insurance and like all of those, the city kind of makes you go through all those things uh, in order to do it. So it's not cheap and it's, it's a weird thing. It's like if we could all just come together, even like on a city level too, and, and just kind of understand, hey, we all want to try and lift this music scene up and mm-hmm. maybe let go of some of those restrictions or some of those fees in the name of that. It's like, do you really need an extra, what's an extra $250 to the city? Well, it can't be that much, right. but to somebody putting on a show who's not going to make anything, that's a lot of money. Right, exactly. So, I don't know. Yeah, it'd, it'd really be nice. I mean, I, I was in New Orleans a few weeks ago and just like the everything there i love that city i I always have there's no open container laws for instance right and you you can smells a little dirty yeah (laughs) but everywhere you turn there's different music and there's you know the it's true and it really those are two extremes i think frederick and new orleans are two extremes but when you come together maybe somewhere in the middle of there that it could be really good definitely um so have you thought about which song you want me to play yeah um I mean, I think uh, Deeper South or Psychic Exhaustion would be the way okay. to go. We'll go Deeper South just because uh, that's that was number one, right? Song one. That's song we one. We still call it song <laughs> one. <laughs> Deeper South. Um, how can people find Crooked Hills online? And if they want to listen on iTunes or like you on Facebook, where do they go? I mean, you can search us out on iTunes by just typing in Crooked Hills. Mm-hmm. Um, we're on Facebook. You can find me on facebook just ben crooked hills mm-hmm. <clears throat> if you guys want to contact me especially for volunteering um for the show and mm-hmm. any other things a lot of bands do hit me up to try to help set up with things too so cool um but yeah we're pretty much on every digital platform i mean you just type us in and we'll, sh- we'll show up is facebook crooked underscore hills or is it just no crooked it's just hills? crooked hills cool <clears throat> okay yep um, the name of the album is is it self-titled self-titled okay yeah. so that that's out everybody can get that and then finally What's the last word? Uh, how you know? One more time. How are you gonna get people to show up May fifth? Give them the the five second sales pitch. Five second sales <laughs> pitch. I mean, be there for one another. Come out. Listen to this music. Bring the family. All ages. I mean, that's how I got inspired. That's how people. You know, it's a great event. Let's let's keep it rolling. Let's let's keep this going. Let's let let's build the Frederick music thing together. And remember that this is our like this is our family. Well said. Well said, sir. Ben, thank you so much for taking the time. Uh, good luck with the show and good luck with the band. I'm sure 
we'll be talking a lot soon. But thank you so much. Yeah. Thanks, Colin. <laughs> 